Hi, this is Joanne George, owner of Smiley the Blind Therapy Dog and Pal. You're listening to Animals Voice Podcast, a product of the Ontario SPCA. You're listening to the second half of our two-part podcast with Joanne George, owner of Smiley the Blind Therapy Dog and Pal. To hear Smiley's story in the first half of this podcast, find us on iTunes by searching Animals Voice Podcast or soundcloud.com slash OSPCA. In this half, we're going to hear all about Pal's story and how he's adjusting to his new home. Welcome back to Animals Voice Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin McKenzie. So much enjoying this interview. I'm here with Joanne George and uh, Smiley and Pal and uh, learning a lot about Smiley. And uh, now it's time to talk a little bit about Pal and understand how Pal came to being in your life. So how, how did that happen? So Pal was found by Golden Rescue. He is from Turkey. And they've been uh, on a mission bringing over a lot of uh, golden retrievers that were really in need of good homes over from Istanbul, Turkey. So he was one of them. He was a puppy. He was born. He has one eye, but it's non-functioning, and there's no eye in the other. So he was found in Turkey. It's kind of unsure whether he was found on the streets or he was in a puppy mill. I can't imagine it being a puppy mill because he's no no okay. specific breed of dog. So I, you know, they have a true street dog problem, just abandoned dog problems. There's hundreds and hundreds of dogs. So anyway, so Golden Rescue found out about him and was looking to bring him over. And I saw uh, his picture as a little four-month-old puppy. And, you know, and I get people sending me pictures and I see pictures all the time of dogs in need and dogs needing homes and but they've never, you know, struck a chord in my heart. You know what I mean? They've yeah, never. Yeah. And anyway, I saw this picture of him and I just really felt, wow, is he getting down? His, to teeth, <laughs> his teeth are really good, just so you know. Okay, go on. Um, so you saw this photo yeah, and it really and resonated yeah, with you. Yeah, it really did. And I really felt, and you know what, Smiley Bean, you know, his age, you know what, I felt maybe this was the time to, you know, rescue a dog and bring him into our home and... We've got all the experience with working with a blind dog and, you know, I just thought this was really right. I love Golden Rescue as an organization. I've been helping them out with different fundraisers they have. They do so much good. So I put in my application like everybody else and uh, we were chosen. Nice. And, uh, you know, they brought him over, you know, I think it was the following week. Put him on a plane and we went to the airport. And I follow you on social media as I talked mm-hmm. about. And I remember seeing your posts where you were off to the airport yeah. to pick up Pal. And it was just so exciting yeah. to see that, you know, you were bringing yeah. another yeah. blind dog into mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. Was that the, I mean, did you make that choice at some point? I need another blind dog? You know what? I think it is, it was more that, yeah, we're. I'm so used to this. You know what I mean? This yeah. is... It's strange to have a dog that can see and, yeah, you know, sure. can function. Through. So, you know, I just felt, yeah. And again, to continue on, you know, teaching people about dogs with disabilities and mm-hmm. how they can overcome. And especially, again, you know, Smiley came from a puppy mill. You know, when we pulled him through all that and, you know, got him over everything. And I knew this was probably going to be almost the same sort of thing. You know, this dog was a street dog, born without eyes, in Turkey, Completely different than here. Big you know, adjustment. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So shortly after Pal arrived, things were going well. Mm-hmm. And then there were some health concerns. Yes. Do you mind sharing that? Mm-hmm. Maybe about after a month of bringing him here and he was in our house, um, he suddenly developed real painful bones, you know, and it was in all his limbs. It seemed to be in his neck, his jaw. He was just 
screaming out in pain. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. This is, you know, what you were sharing on social media was very... It was, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. And, you know, he, he couldn't stand up. So anyway, it ended up, uh, we got a diagnosis of HOD, which is hypertrophic osteodystrophy. And it, it occurs in large breed dogs, uh, fast growing. They don't really know the true cause of it, but they say it can be related to stress. They say it can be related to a lot of vaccines being given, over-supplementation of minerals, where, you know, this dog came from a place where they were being fed, you know, scraps of raw meat, and then he came here. And I knew that this was going to be a very difficult transition, so I knew these kind of risks. So I put him on a very low, kind of almost low protein, low fat. Um, he was actually eating the same food as Smiley does, which is a gastrointestinal food. And I thought that was going to be bland enough to ease him into our food here. Mm-hmm. Our food, even our, you know, crappiest food here is way more, you know, enriched and fortified than, than anything he was, he was getting. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, basically his bones just went into shock, they said. So it left him unable to, and they could not control the pain without... All, he was on four different pain meds, and he still couldn't stand up without screaming. So he was hospitalized for almost a week downtown at an emergency hospital. It was basically, you know, just keeping him almost like under anesthesia until this went, you know, they got him through this. Steroids and painkillers and, you know, different supportive therapies. And he's, you know, not completely out of the woods yet, but he's, you know, they say it could happen again oh. up to a year. Okay. Um, but I think he's... So he slowed down on growing. When when he came here, he was twenty pounds, oh, if less. Yeah, skinny. I think he was. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, I think he was ten kilograms actually. Mm-hmm. Just skinny, skinny, and now he's you know sixty five pounds, and he grew very fast. Like yeah. if you watched him on social media, it was like little tiny skinny little yeah. thing, and then, and then suddenly... all of a sudden he was just huge. And I think he came here right in that growth spurt that they go through. Okay. And you know he, the plane ride it was probably a fifteen hour plane ride. Oh, that yeah. would be the the stress part of it. <laughs> I would think, you know, they had to give him all his vaccines before he came over to Canada. And I think it was, you know, and they were a different kind of vaccine that we use here. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's the live virus that they use there. We're here, we're using the killed virus vaccines for Parvo and such. So, uh, you know, it was just a, it it was uh, the perfect storm for him, basically, you know. So we hope he's... (laughs) through that and he, you can see it hasn't uh, affected him <laughs> any <laughs> yeah and he's happy and he's sweet and Let's, you know I want to talk about the relationship though mm-hmm. between Smiley and and Pal how did that must have been an anxiety for you because I mean here at the Ontario SPCA if someone comes to us and wants to adopt mm-hmm. and they identify they have another dog at mm-hmm. home you know we will have you bring that dog to right. your local shelter, to and sure. there's an introduction process right. we go through, and it's pretty cool. I, I went through yeah. it when I adopted Gracie here. There was you none have of a, that. You have Pal coming from Turkey, yeah, and you've got Smiley, yeah. and you have another dog. And I have at another home. dog, a border collie, uh, nine-year-old border collie mix, Pippi. Pippi. So yeah, Pippi must be sick was... of all the other dogs <laughs> getting the attention in the house. Oh, she gets Pippi. We love you too. Don't worry. <laughs> so so, yeah. how did that go? Tell me about the introduction well, we and learned, how it's gone. We learned very quickly that he's very reactive to dogs. Um, you know where he came from. It was about survival. I've said to people, he is pretty much as close to a wild animal, wild dog as I've ever met. You mm-hmm. know, it was about survival there, and that's about. <laughs> So when he came into the house and he smelled the other dog, he instantly reacted. 
even just shake the bag or Snack something. Time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean that, that the scent of the, of your two existing oh, yeah. dogs. He just was. And like, he's used to guarding resources mm-hmm. and having to. And he doesn't see them. He just goes, "Oh no, dogs!" And so it was kind of like. I'm going to scare them off before they get me or steal my food. Not to mention, come, I, you know, in the house, I, you know, put the treats up on top of, you know, a table and moved everything, you know, thinking I'll get prepared. Oh, no, he came in just like a freight train, like, I smell food, like, lunging up onto <laughs> tables and knocking things down. Like, and we got home. It was pretty late by the time, you know, the flights were all delayed and it was nine or ten o'clock and we were just like, oh, gosh, you know. You're exhausted. It's going to be a long night. You're emotionally yeah. drained, and now you've brought... And I was like, oh, poor Smiley, you know yeah. what I mean? But anyway, you know... Did it go okay, though, with them? Yeah, you know, Smiley instantly was like, hmm, I'm going to stay far away from this dog, <laughs> you know? And so that's where the bonding has come up. Now he's quite comfortable with him. You know, Pal respects Smiley. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody's... Not many people have seen that side of Smiley, but Smiley did a couple of good... At pal, like, back off. Yeah. <laughs> You're in my space. Establishing so the was, hierarchy. Yeah. So I was very proud of him considering he's 15 and I didn't think he still had that in him. Okay. So, and Pippi the same way. We got to let, um, you know, dogs deal with things in their own way sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now they're quite comfortable. Hey. It's okay. Hey, noise box. So the, I mean, that bond is, is um, special that it's developing. Yep. Tell me about the challenges, and you've alluded to this a little bit. It's keeping mm-hmm. snacks mm-hmm. up on, on top of things, like you must have to like dog-proof your house. N- not anymore. To the no, we've degree. we've um, you know I've been really working with him with self-control exercises. You know mm-hmm. that, and all our dogs in our house they know where the bread is kept. They know where the food is, <laughs> but they actually decide for themselves that that is inappropriate and I have to control myself. You know, if we brought a raccoon in the house, if we brought a raccoon in the house, they'd be pulling our cupboards out. Sure, Truly sure. A, a wild dog or a coyote would be doing that. Mm-hmm. So we teach them self-control that, yes, we know, it's just like going to the bathroom in the house. No, you're gonna have some self-control, you're gonna wait till you go outside. Okay. Yes, there's food there. So we do different, I teach weight with him, with, you know, even just his food bowl. Now he's not, the way he ate, you know, a bowl of food was, Right. Unlike I've ever... Ravenous, and, and, oh, right? Oh, ravenous. Yeah. Day after day after day. And so now finally he's has, you know, slowed down in that sense. And we can have food there. He doesn't try to steal the other dog's food. They all eat together at the same time. That's amazing. He's still finished first, even though he eats twice as much as these two. <laughs> and he, he knows and he doesn't go anywhere near Smiley's food. He doesn't go anywhere near Pippi's food. So, you know, can very easily be taught, but I always say that's the most important thing that we can teach our dogs is willpower and self-control. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. You've seen so many really special moments uh, and, and more with Smiley because mm-hmm. you've had mm-hmm. Smiley longer. Right. Um, tell me about... The special moments with Pal are coming. I'm oh, sure. yes. Sure coming. We, we've been having some this morning during this recording. Uh, t- tell me about those special moments. Have you had... Like like stuff that you know you're oh, gonna yeah. remember the rest of your life with Smiley. Like what? Tell can you share any of those with us? Yeah, you know a lot of them. A lot of the visits we do now with St. John Ambulance, we go to classrooms in schools and we visit classrooms, or we, you know, go to the gym and talk to the whole school. A lot of times we're focusing on teaching the kids about being born different. Every mm-hmm. kid I always feel feels very strange all of a sudden when they start realizing they're different from their friends or the other kids in the class. We teach them that Smiley was born different and that's okay. When I got Smiley from the puppy mill, he had scars on his face. The other dogs had really, you know, uh, bitten him. He's got splits in his ears. 
And, you know, so we talk about the anti-bullying campaign with the kids. You know, when I teach them about the anti-bullying campaign with the kids and mm -hmm. I explain it in Smiley's way, when I see that, the look in those kids' faces, and I said, you know, then I'll, I'll relate it to the kids in their class saying, so, you know, the boy next to you, because he was born different, is it fair to, just because Smiley was born different, the other dogs picked on him because he couldn't see. And that boy sitting next to you, because he was born different, is that right to pick on him and right, right. make fun of him and call him names? Mm -hmm. And they get it. They really, really get it. You know, hey, hey. <laughs> he says, what's behind that curtain? So, you know what, I love getting to the kids about so many different things. And I always say too, Smiley may have taken a little longer to learn different things, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but he got it. And just like kids, math could have been really, really easy for you, but maybe really difficult for somebody else. You know, you will both eventually get there. You know yeah. what I mean? And he just learned at a different, or I might have to learn, use a different technique. So I love getting to the kids. You know, it's the kids that, you know, what if we teach them, you know, the good things, you know, they're the new generation, you know what I mean? So, and other ones, you know, a man that was born uh, with severe mental and physical disability at mm -hmm. a home that we would visit, and they had never seen any emotion in this man, and he smiled and laughed with Smiley. They had Aww. never seen that before. So, you know, absolutely. And, That's you know, I, and, and then from emails that we get that people say they don't think they would still be here if it was not for Smiley because he cheers them up that much, you know. Oh, pal. Here you go. You know, I see you around Stouffville and you know, I know there's somebody over there behind yeah. <laughs> She's trying to get to Emily. I see you around town at, you know, I, I see you doing uh, different town events, mm -hmm. um, going to homes for the aged, mm -hmm. schools. Yep. You have so much that you are involved in and it must be so fulfilling for you. At the end of the day, I mean, what do you hope people can learn from Smiley and Pal's stories? About adopting, definitely. Yeah. Adopting and rescuing dogs. Adopting dogs with special needs. Mm -hmm. These dogs are both very lucky that you came <laughs> along or that they came along to you because yeah. you have skills, you have a background. Mm -hmm. So it, it's tremendous. I think you found each other. Yeah, which absolutely. Is, which is uh, very I... special. Oh, Oops, see, he bumped bonk. into the wall. Mm -hmm. See, now see? I'm the jerk because I'm holding him and he walked into the wall. You're supposed to be his oh, pal, person. come here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. Something he's, he's staring there? at that while barking, so uh, not literally staring. Yeah, oh, I know. I, I think know. my office is over there yeah. on the other side of that wall. So there's lots oh, of great smells in here. That's there for sure. There are, sure. and he really likes the backdrop too. <laughs> this is gonna be the funniest podcast ever to watch. Pardon? As things are falling over, and Pal is the loudest thing in the room. No, this has been great, and yeah. I, I, I appreciate it so much. When we met, uh, I, I mentioned to you that one of the initiatives we, that we had was um, Pal, come here. Uh, our new campaign around building a dog rehabilitation yes. center. And, you know, to some degree, similar to what you're talking about, dogs with special needs, dogs that need to recuperate from, mm -hmm. from uh, tough backgrounds or abuse mm -hmm. and neglect. Mm -hmm. You talk about Smiley coming out of a, of a puppy mill. Um, so there was a synergy right away, and we began talking about that. And I was so happy that you agreed to come mm -hmm. to our walk this past year and mm -hmm. that you're visiting us here at the Ontario SPCA. Uh, I think Smiley and Pal have stories that, that resonate right across animal right. welfare. Right, so, absolutely. Uh, I appreciate your involvement in being here. And with you saying the, the rehab center that the OSPCA is putting up, that's what I see. Like, 
both of these dogs were not ready to be adopted right away. You know, they, you know, especially Pal, I would say if he had gone into somebody else's home, I don't think it would have worked out. You know, there was a lot of issues and I had to, I had to find out those issues, you know, on the fly. But what would have been great is, you know, for him to go to a place and not in a kennel situation, go to a place to... You know, so you can you can learn about the dogs that are needing homes and what their needs are for a home. Well, and, and you know? individualized plans that That's would be needed right. for both of these dogs. Yeah, right? I agree. You, you know, can't have a cookie cutter approach no. for a blind dog or a blind dog that has grown up in the streets mm-hmm. of Istanbul. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, exactly. that's a different background. That's so. right. So they need to just sort of be assessed properly. And it's very tough to assess them. In a kennel situation, yeah, you know? shelters are, no, are stretched. The resources right. and, yeah. and the training. So I love hearing that uh, we are getting this. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're pretty right excited here about in it. Ontario. It's gonna, and, and to service the entire province. Yeah. So listen, we are going to continue to visit with you, and yeah. we'll probably talk to you again uh, on yeah, this program great. at some point. And uh, we would love for you to come back and Absolutely. be a part of things here to. at the Ontario SPCA. We'll Keep come doing... back. And we'll show you <laughs> how Pal has improved. Oh, Pal is awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think it's very special what you've done for these dogs, and more so what, what you do for people. Right. Thank uh, you. I've seen the magic that people experience at you know the store. Uh, the festivals that I've attended yeah. and I see the way people interact yeah. with you yeah. and Smiley. And that's why we do it. And you know, um, it's beautiful. Yeah. You know, you okay. should be very proud oh, and feel you. great about what you are providing for people. Yeah, uh, it's it's awesome. Thank you, the listeners of Animals Voice Podcast for joining us for this very special broadcast. Actually, I should reference... There are a lot of ways to reach you on social media in terms of following the adventures mm-hmm. of, of Smiley <laughs> and Pal. Tell us about Twitter handles, Instagram. Uh, How do we find you Instagram on social media? Instagram and Facebook is Smiley the Blind Therapy Dog, all one word. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pal on Instagram is the Golden Life of Pal. Yeah. Well, uh, I follow you on all of those oh, and uh, love watching the adventures. I encourage everybody at home to uh, to start following you and following the adventures of these mm-hmm. two wonderful dogs. Mm-hmm. And thank you again, the listeners of Animals Voice. Please continue to share the broadcast, continue to subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. And uh, I'm at OSPCA Kevin on Instagram and Twitter. And I'd love to hear from you on show ideas and feedback on the program. And you can email me at... <laughs> kmckenzie at ospca.on.ca. Until next time, we will catch you later. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Animals Voice Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and at our website, ontariospca.ca. Animals Voice Podcast is a production of the Ontario SPCA. The Society would like to thank all our supporters. Together, we are the Animals Voice.